Welcome to the PW Fan, the ultimate pro wrestling podcast created by fans for the fans. This is episode 96, and we've got another action-packed show lined up for you. I am your host, the grumpy old-school wrestling fan, collector, barber, and musician from Fallbright, Talk Wrestling, Tim Gilbert. And I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast, Funko Pop Collector, Steelers fan, Booker Andy. I'm also your host, the no selling wrestling indie fan and football lover, Jeremy. Well, since you all like to talk about your sports teams, let me just add in one more title. The Baltimore Orioles fan, the best mm. team in baseball. That's right. You guys heard it here first. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, today we will be discussing and reviewing Jeff Hardy versus Jeff Jarrett. The two Jeffs go at it. 25 years of edge, very emotional. Uh, all in predictions and more. Hey, uh, two things real quick. I always talk about how I'm the uh, singer of Fallbright and blah, blah, blah. If you guys want to ever come see Fallbright play, we're playing two nights at the Skid Row Garage in York, Pennsylvania. It's not an actual garage. It's a proper venue with drinks and all. Uh, but we are opening uh, August 26th for Escuela Grind, which is like a cool metalcore band uh, that's coming up, and they're they're getting pretty big. And then we are opening September 11th for... I believe his name is, let me just make sure here, because I don't want to say it wrong. Uh, it is Jason Richardson, and he is the guitar player of Chelsea Grin, and he also used to be in a band called Born of Osiris. So he's a pretty crazy guitar player. So that's all uh, for my shameless self-promotion in the beginning. Before we actually get started on the episode, make sure to go to youtube.com backslash the PW fan so you can comment, like, and subscribe. By doing this, you're helping us grow, helping us get on that recommended for you page. You guys and girls are the reason why we do every uh, every episode. And with your help, we can continue to grow the show. Um, you know, we got merch, ProWrestlingTees.com backslash the PW fan, five different shirt designs with a new one coming soon. And Andy, am I wrong here? Uh, Andy's very organized with our dates. Is this the start of year three today? Next week. Next week. Next week. So <laughs> I was close. Yep. So next week. Almost. Next week in the ne- in the coming weeks, let's say. You know, every year we like to drop a new design for each year that the pod's been around. We have a year one with the purple, the year two with the faces. Uh, I have recently hit up my uh, graphic design guy, Dan, who does all of our stuff uh, from Violence and Virtue. Check him out on Instagram, at Violence and Virtue. Uh, does like a paintball clothing company. It's really cool. Um, but uh, I have hit him up, and so let's see what he comes up with for year three, guys. That and the Jeremy shirt. That's priority. Year three shirt and the red Jeremy shirt for Jeremy's favorite football team across the pond, as they say. Um, yeah, Andy, I think that's it for all the intro stuff. Why don't I pass it over to you? Because we got a big show. We got a. Did you want to jump into? Is it Cash Wheeler who we're talking about first? Yeah, we're gonna start with what was going around the, earlier this week with Cash Wheeler of FTR. Is this is there a specific source for this, or is this pretty much all across all wrestling? I mean, you can find it all over. The one I'm looking point. at is the one I'm looking at right now is Fox News Online. Um, oh shit! <laughs> it's not like Meltzer. It's like <laughs> FoxNews.com. No, no, no. I mean, uh, <laughs> so I mean. He he was arrested and pled not guilty, I believe. Um, but the 
it's a, it says for aggravated assault with a firearm, but then if you keep reading, it said that uh, it was uh, allegedly flashed a handgun at the alleged victim. So, yeah. so some states a flashing can be as as easy as just pulling up your shirt and showing a handgun. That's considered flashing. The fact that he showed it to basically what sounds like he's so, basically like don't maybe fuck there was some during the road I mean, rage incident. And this is all speculation. We're, we're th- speculation. Yeah, it says Wheeler's arrested uh, appeared to be connected to a road rage type incident. So even if say whatever was going on wasn't his fault, it, as soon as he flashed the handgun at all um and showed to him yeah. through the window it would be considered considered aggravated which the uh actual incident actually happened i think they said like six weeks ago or something like that happened july 28th well the arrest warrant was issued july 28th he played not guilty on yeah, the yeah. Third. um i can't find the so it happened a wh- that's why i was like it happened a while ago so i was like if there was actually any issue with him being at all in then i feel like they would have already apparently done something about it. Since you said that, apparently this will not be a yeah. problem. His, you know, passport and everything did not get taken away, so FTR will still be at all in. Uh, and AEW had say, issued a yeah. statement about it, but I, I just want to say, like, you know, this is just my personal opinion, but I feel like a lot of the time people get judged nowadays before they're proven guilty of anything. So before we start tearing the dude apart on the pod talking about how stupid he is for doing something like that even though we haven't even said anything like that but before we even maybe even get there let's just wait to see what the result of all this is yes yes um so yeah right now we're just reporting the facts that are on these news websites not really opinions from us um anything to add though to that before we get into raw um, I just have one thing. I know this relates for later on in SmackDown too, but this is, I guess, we'll talk about like Edge since uh, people were talking about his contract ending and then him being at All In because he's a free agent. Then apparently his contract doesn't end until actually so September. September. Yeah, so he's not going to be at the show, but he still could be might. all out. He could, could be, be all out, out, not all in. The pay review the week after a pay review. So uh, we'll talk about uh, our way of thinking later on once we get to Edge. Yeah. Um, all right, you guys ready to get into Raw? Yeah. Yeah. Raw opened up with. Uh, I think Raw was one of the better. If yours is the only way, <laughs> then you're fool who lives to die. Let me hear it. <laughs> <laughs> What's oh, the next line? Um, yeah, come on. Well, you deserve the <laughs> you're gonna pay mm-hmm. on the other side. Oh, yeah. Woo. Hey. Hey. <laughs> if I had one of those <laughs> soundboard things, I would give you the round of applause. Wow, wow. Um... What were you saying about Raw? It was one of the better ones. Oh, I thought it was one of the better wrestling shows this week. I thought what pro wrestling show wise this week, and I don't want people to think like it's a waste of time to listen to the rest of the show. I just don't think for pro wrestling in general. <laughs> I just don't want anybody to think for pro wrestling in general this was like the well, best. Just showing. last week but I thought it was a really. There's good definitely week. a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of things happening outside of just storyline yeah. stuff. <laughs> 
Tim's like, Raw is great. Everything else sucks. So stop listening. Yeah, don't even this. listen to the rest of this. To be well, honest hey, with you. I'm giving you guys a heads up. We're not even covering Rampage because I didn't feel like there was anything to talk about. So, I you mean, want to talk about? Uh, come on, come on. That first one. I don't even remember what the first one was. Uh, Commander, Commander and, and um, Phoenix. Phoenix. Okay, we can talk about that. If Jeremy wants to talk. Uh, we don't want to talk about it. Like it was just high fly and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, Raw. Like I said, opened up with a Judgment Day. Um, ju- so they came off. To, came out to kick things off. Uh, Balor was not with them. Seems to be a uh, frequent occurrence lately. Um, Priest, Damian Priest would question, you know, where Balor was, but JD McDonough would eventually come out instead um, and give them basically a message from Finn. Um, but Rhea would end up saying that they don't take orders from anyone who isn't part of Judgment Day. Um, if you remember last week, Sami Zayn was attacked by JD McDonough. So Sami Zayn would end up coming out and start fighting with JD. Uh, this would lead to a match between the two, I believe, right? Yeah. 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 It would lead yeah, to a match between right. the two, yeah. and uh, Sami Zayn would end up winning this one. Um, personally, I'm I'm just gonna add. I'm glad they're doing something with JD McDonough as someone that's been a fan of him since yeah, NXT UK, um, and he does have a history in real life with Balor. Balor did train him in Ireland originally. Um, yeah. I think people I think are thinking that Priest is gonna leave the group at some point, mm-hmm. and JD will pop in if they're well, gonna replace Devlin, anyone. Did Devlin? And you know, I don't. I feel bad about even bringing it up. Did he get through whatever weird, like, legal stuff he had going on a while ago? Is that all sort sorted? I vaguely remember it, but if he's in the company still, I would think. So I would assume it's They got rid all of good. a lot of people that weren't. They got rid of a lot of people that, you know, had stuff in his... I'm not on. bringing up... I'm not bringing up any details. If you're interested, you can look up Jordan Devlin in trouble on Google and I'm sure something will pop up. So you can do that on yeah, your own. I just was company, curious. So something had to have happened. Um, to yeah. where it, they, WG is actually it. pretty good in that way of keeping or releasing people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, Tim keeps calling him Devlin cause before he came to NXT, or Jordan America, Devlin, he right? was known as Jordan, uh, Jordan, Devlin. Yeah, what Jordan is he, Devlin. What is he now? And now he's a JD McDonough. Because okay. I believe it was whole, all part of Vince's whole <laughs> don't want to use any part of your real name. Okay. <laughs> so he's Jordan Devlin. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. He wants to, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm looking he, up his... he wants to own the intellectual so property he, so that way if you go to somewhere else, yeah. you can't use the name. Yeah, well, yeah. they also don't want to use real names, and his real name is Jordan Devlin. Yeah. So that's why they changed. Even though like, that's that, that's a better name, but that's why they changed like Austin Theory to just Theory for a little bit because Austin was part of his real name. So um, Raquel Gonzalez. Her first name wasn't Raquel, but her last name was Gonzalez, so they switched it to Rodriguez. Yeah. Um, yeah. <sighs> it is what it is now, and so he's JD McDonald. Um, Whatever. After that, we had uh, <laughs> we had a segment. <laughs> Between Imperium and uh, the Alpha Academy, uh, Gunther like would come this. out with Giovanni, 
Giovanni Vinci and Ludwig Kaiser. I was like, I was like nah. <laughs> I didn't fast forward, but I, I struggled through it. <laughs> they, so they Trump talked there. about Imperium talked about how Gunther was 25 days away from breaking the record for the longest reigning intercontinental title um, reign uh, then Alpha Academy would come out and they would have a back and forth uh, to hype up you know Chad Gable's match as we're speaking about this he's actually on TV right now it always seems to happen whenever we're Chad uh, Gable's Chad Gable on, the show. on TV when we record the podcast <laughs> no, I'm just saying whatever we talk about no, but dude, on Raw. But he's always on wrestling when we record. He's always on. He is. At least as of every, late. At least as of late. Like the last four weeks, every time Raw is on in the background while we record, Chad Gable, Chad Gable's wrestling. It's crazy. Ready, willing, and Gable. Um, ready, so Chad willing, Gable would go on. Gable. And Gable. Chad Gable would end up defeating Giovanni Vinci in a match. And right after this, uh, because Giovanni was or ended up losing, Gunther was upset and ended up taking on Otis, who he would end up defeating. Um, we have a new pairing of a tag team, just kind of, it seems like one of those thrown together. We don't know what we're doing with you. Maybe they do have a long-term plan. Drew McIntyre and Matt Riddle, the weirdest combo of people to team up with, uh, defeated the Viking Raiders who is on TV every week, but they always lose. I don't, I don't know. I don't like Riddle. No. Don't like ever since he left. I just like, don't care anymore. Yeah. Don't care during RK bro. I honestly did, but now I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. And it's, you know, too aggressive still. (laughs) And if you want to know what we're talking about, we've talked about in many episodes. It was a little too aggressive. Uh, um, he was wearing a speedo so with no knee re- pads and no shoes. He was in a speedo. It wasn't yeah. as bad he when his speedo was actually like was longer. A- no, he was wrestling in when an actual long, speedo, was, like like, like a short, like a proper Olympic speedo, like a, <laughs> a proper speedo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the no boots, no pads. Okay, whatever. We're getting into it. No boots, All no right, pads. We're getting off track with aggressive. Matt Riddle's yeah. or- orifices. Alright, moving on. Rhea Ripley defeated Indy Hartwell in a match. Uh, It seemed like this is the first time in a while we've had Indy Hartwell on TV. Tim might be asking who. She was brought up from NXT. Uh, She used to be... I know the first time in a while Indy Hartwell is. Come on. I'm not that bad. She dates Grayson Waller in real life. Tim's favorite. Alright, well, we don't Uh, care about that. Nor does anybody else. (laughs) Afterwards, though, Candice LeRae, Indy's friend, uh, and Indy would end up attacking Rhea. Also, hang on, just real uh, quick. I feel like it's been a while since Rhea's been in the program. I think for the first time in my wrestling my wrestling fandom, I think I might be like wrong about like fully admitting, like, maybe I'm wrong about like what people like, but like the Grayson Waller thing made me think of it. We'll get there when we talk about Sting. But I was looking online, and people seem to be <sighs> remembering Joker Sting I as mean, like, like good. And I'm like, whoa, hang on, I was there, and no one liked it. At the <laughs> yeah, time. you watched it during that segment, that time. I was there. I, I think you know like, what I, you know what I think. People are remembering the initial start of it, where they're like, "This could be really cool," but 
it's not it's not going well. It's like it doesn't end well. I mean, guys, do a little research, okay? You gotta go and look at the rest of Joker's thing. You just can't. People look are like, God, I hope he th- puts pain on people. Oh my <laughs> god! I read the comments no. too. Yeah, I was, dude. As someone who was there, I'm telling you, for AEW's sake, you don't want this. <laughs> Um, all right. So then, if you remember last week, um, I'm going to move forward. If you remember, because we'll get to Sting. We'll get to Sting later. If you remember last week, uh, I believe Raw ended with Nakamura taking out Rollins after a tag match. And uh, so this week, Michael Cole had an in-ring interview with Shinsuke Nakamura to explain his actions, which I believe, didn't he do the whole thing in Japanese? Yeah. Okay. So, um, wait, you want to Nakamura came out and did the whole thing in Japanese? Did I say Michael Hayes? <laughs> yeah, Michael Hayes. <laughs> he was like, Konishiwa, dude. He was like, Konishiwa, dude, dude, dude. <laughs> oh, no. Arigato. <laughs> oh, no. I love dude, that dude, song. Arigato, Mr. Robato. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Move it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> With, he had an interview with Michael Cole, and he did the whole thing in Japanese. Rollins went. Michael Cole did. Oh, uh. <laughs> God, you guys. Rollins would come out and end up uh, giving Shinsuke a title shot, basically saying um, along the lines, "All you had to do was ask." Um, but the segment would end with Nakamura laying out Seth Rollins with a Kinshasa again. After that, we had uh, Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus, which was kind of ended up being lackluster because it ended in a double countout, I believe. Um, oh yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah, and they were in, weren't they? In, well, they, Guys, they I gotta, were in Calgary because SmackDown to- was in. I have to quiet down, apparently. I was getting too excited about Michael Hayes. My wife texted me. She said, Tim, you're yelling. And I, text, <laughs> and I texted back, all right, sorry. I'm, I'm in here trying to make us rich. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope she can't retone because it might come off as you being an asshole. But <laughs> Hey, sorry. I'm trying to make us rich. Oh my it God, really depends on what voice she reads it in. I like how that's the part that she heard too. Is you like <laughs> or Michael Hayes part? Yeah. Origato. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, the the match ended up in a double countout. I believe they were in Calgary because SmackDown was in Toronto. Toronto. Um, and so I don't know. I mean, do you think they're going to have an actual match at, like, Payback or something? Or Probably. Like it, seems, it feels like a feud, like a, a B-level they leading feud? to a Lita and Becky teaming up with Zoe and Trish? Because Lita was attacked actually, by Trish, and that's when she book, went here. Hey, book, Booker and that, that's not a bad idea either. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, that would be better, I think. I'll try, guys. I'll try. <laughs> you can... Um, <laughs> Just in case anybody was curious, for any new listeners, you can get the Booker Andy T-shirt in white and black at ProWrestlingTees.com backslash the BW fan. 
Well, speaking of T-shirts, uh, WWE would end up making a T-shirt with a lemon on it for Becky Lynch after uh, she joked about making lemons into lemonade while SummerSlam was happening since she wasn't yeah. on the show. She come. They're going full-on lemonade right now with her. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that, that bit was kind of funny at first when I thought it was like kind of like she was doing it on her, on her own. It's, it was funny for one week. Now it's like, like I would never buy a, yeah. a shirt with just a full-blown lemon on it. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Tim would buy a shirt with a full-blown lemon on it. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't know yeah. how much that's selling. <laughs> I don't wear shirts. I don't. I don't wear shirts if they're not black. First of all, so I'll never it wear a yellow shirt. No, it you just said it was it just yellow. Has a gigantic. Le- it's a black shirt with a gigantic lemon on the front. Like, yeah. Oh. Oh, that makes it... No, it sounds fucking horrible. I would never wear that. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it has my face on it, PW fan. Um, I would wear Andy's face. I would wear your guy's face, not mine. I mean, I kind of already do when I rock the well, pop I mean, suit, but... Yeah, I was going to say, we, our logo is technically that already. Sometimes when my coworkers wear the podcast shirt, which is so fucking cool. I love you guys so much for doing that. But I will like look over <laughs> randomly in the middle of the day and like my coworker Santiago will be wearing it, and it's just Andy and your face just randomly in the shop like midday. I'm like, it's pretty, pretty sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Funny. And I lost my train of thought. See, this would be on the Patreon, guys. If we make Patreon, Patreon you get this. Hey, do you, you guys want to do space? Are there some homies that would subscribe to a Patreon? We would make it like really affordable and not stupid. We'd have some. I think we should do a thing where Andy Andy does a selfie every day of the week. He has to take a selfie and post it in the Patreon, mm-hmm. and then uh, we would have the unedited episodes. And we think of all kinds of good stuff in there, shirts and yeah, be good. Andy can do uh, the Judgment Day song. And that's my yeah, personal Andy, 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 Andy has to. I hate my picture. <laughs> Yeah, Andy doesn't like his picture taking taken, so him having to do one <laughs> selfie a day would be incredible. <laughs> we're giving the people an incentive. You know, we're giving the people an incentive to pay right. here. All right, Andy. So either one selfie a day, or you do the Judgment Day song. You want some full. signed eight by tens. What's up? Let's see what <laughs> yeah. can do for you. Dude, we can. I can do a Kinko's run and just print your face real big, and you can sign a bunch of them. <laughs> Kinko's book, run. Real book big with my squinty eye, just right in their face. Yep. That's because you were emo in high school, so your eye didn't develop properly. That's what After we say, the- but we're not <laughs> your sure. Eye didn't develop sure. properly. <laughs> Andy kept the hair over one eye for so long that his hair, his hair, his eye uh, didn't develop. You know what? If you, if if everyone. T- uh, Subscribe to the Patreon. We'll post all of Andy's emo phase photos. I mean, if they just go to my Instagram, it's already on there. So, <laughs> Andy, <laughs> I I tell you what, if we already been through my Instagram, <laughs> it, it, it's not going to happen. So they can prove me wrong. If we make a Patreon and we get to, you want to see Tim's emo face? Now, hang on, one second. If we make a Patreon and we get to at least 500, I feel like that's fair. That's a big goal. If we get to 500 subscribers this year, or this year being 2023 and 2024, I will cut my hair into a mullet. But we're not going to get there, so I'm not even worried about it. But I want you guys... Wow. 
like a Theo Vaughn mullet if we get there. But I want the people to prove me that we're going to get there. We'll see. Dude, your wife's going to kill you. Actually, it was kind of it was her idea to be like, why don't you try the mullet for a little bit? I was like, yeah, yeah probably not. But if I had a reason to do it, <laughs> yeah, it's probably whatever not. makes her happy, man. All right, let's wrap up Raw, though. Uh, main event was Cody Rhodes defeating Finn Balor. Um, I feel like we've... It feels like we've seen this match before, but actually, we probably yeah. have seen this match many times before. Um, it was solid, you know, Nothing, nothing crazy, nothing you haven't seen before. Cody Rhodes would end up winning. Finn Balor, I believe, has a terrible loss record this year of 2023. The worst out of anyone. Yeah, it's really bad. Him and he might be matched up with Karrion Cross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that wraps up Raw. Let's get into Dynamite. Dynamite. What do you think it opened up with? Orange Cassidy? Orange Cassidy defending his <laughs> AEW International Championship against Wheeler Yuta. He would end up winning in what was... It was fine. It, it was, was an alright match. It was, was alright. Yeah. Yeah. you seen one Orange Cassidy match, you've seen them all. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't anything exciting. That's my way of thinking. Is there any um, part okay. of you guys... And I, I'm extending this question to Jeremy, right? Because Jeremy's more <laughs> open-minded than me and Andy. Andy, just lay, lay low on yep. this one. If you're, if you're, if you're Tony Khan, what is your mentality of putting this guy on every match, every freaking week in the first match? Is it because you like him so much or do you really believe that he's (laughs) that game changing? I have no idea. Like, I don't even know. Yeah, unless unless he moves the needle, I think he, he must sell really well for merchandise. I think he does. Because, and you know what? Yeah. And you know what? If he sells a shit ton of merch, I'll eat my words, and then I'll be like, "Cool." Then I get it. Then I'm like, "Well, of course he's going to be on first. He sells a bunch of merch. Then it makes more sense. Then just why is this guy? And on also, TV kids every every week. Uh, kids. Yeah. Love also, him. I feel like kids love him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's clearly not for me, but people do like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after that match, though, we had an interview with Jim Ross and Kenny Omega, which ended up um, with Don Callis and his his crew of people attacking Kenny. But then... And also, had... can we just say... Sorry, during that segment, JR's reaction to Kenny Omega getting hit across the back. One of the worst acting <laughs> ever... It was terrible. He just like looked. It was at Daily's like, right. place, right? He is like. He just looked and walked away. <laughs> and not he just like, him. Everyone in that segment, it was like terrible. I did not like it. Jr. just couldn't Thank care less when he was watching. Because I remember watching, and be like, "This is awful." <laughs> and they kept cutting to him though. He's just like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That just had like I was like, "This is going to be a perfect meme." If anybody has like, if yeah. anybody has old AEW stuff on like Blu-ray or DVD or just like recorded in some other way where they like to go back and watch it, one of my favorite JR isms for AEW of all time is anytime someone <laughs> does does the back rake, and we've talked about it before on the show, but anytime <laughs> yeah. someone does the back rake, JR just doesn't say anything. <laughs> he just gets totally quiet. 
He's like, nope, it, I don't do, I don't do commentary over it. it. Yeah. He's like, I don't do commentary over that. I don't sell it. I don't try to make it sound like it did something. I do nothing. And he just goes dead quiet. Um, was it this segment where we found out uh, what Kenny is is going to be doing at All In? In the six-minute uh, tag? Then it cut to Hangman doing that promo outside of Ambulance. Yes. Uh, and then again, again not good, but... Um, yeah. At some point during all this, it was announced at All In. It's going to be Hangman, Adam Page, Kenny Omega, and Kota Ibushi versus Bullet Club Gold, Juice Robinson, and Jay White, along with uh, uh, Takeshka. So, one thing about I know people are complaining about Kenny Omega not having a singles match on the show. Their their idea was going to be him versus Brian Danielson again, but obviously Danielson is injured. Hurt. Okay. So, we found that a way been to a, get a bunch of people on the show. Yeah, because it's not the amazing. only multi-man match we're getting, and it's not the only yeah. one that was announced. So let's move forward. I actually liked this next segment. Uh, Chris Jericho giving Don Callis his answer of whether yeah. he was going to join him or not. Um, it in a way, with the present, I guess, reminded me of Festival of Friendship just slightly. It did. Um, so, so, so this me sorry go ahead go through it first well i was just because so basically you know for weeks now we've been uh wondering if jericho is going to join don Callis. jericho would end up saying yes don Callis did not think he was going to say yes and is just like you know let's leave the ring let's go to the back and yeah. but there's something with a, a black cloth over it in the ring and jericho wants to know what it was because it was supposed to be a present of some sort. Callus did not want him to to reveal it. And when Jericho does pull back the, the black cloth, it's a painting of Don Callis holding Jericho's head. And Jericho's kind of confused by it, says, uh, you really thought I was going to say no. And so I think the plan was to turn on Jericho after he inevitably said no, according to Don Callis. But what ended up happening, I believe, if I remember correctly, um, i trying to think who came out. and Okay, so Jericho told him off after Don Callis was trying to explain it. Uh, Callis would end up slapping Jericho in the face. Uh, then Takesha would come in with a chair to beat him down before Will Ospreay would come in out of nowhere and uh, knock him down with one of his elbow strikes. Seaman Guevara would then run in with a baseball back to try to stop the attack. Um, it was shortly after announce the rumor that we, as in us three, and probably others yeah. had heard that it is going to be, well, technically Jericho challenged him, but it's going to be Will Ospreay versus Jericho at All In. Thoughts? This match, yeah. this match no, this match is, it pisses me off as a fan because... Honestly, for Jericho, too, it's two guys that don't need to do this match. They both could be used in something different, and it would be better. Will Ospreay should be fighting, fighting. Well, should be wrestling somebody that's more what you want to see when you see Will Ospreay. And then Jericho should be doing some Jericho shit. You know, I don't know, some goofy storyline or, like, whatever. But, like, I don't like that they're together. I feel like on... Uh, Doing each I mean a separate thing on that show would be much better than being paired up. 
Yeah, I agree too. Because I don't, I feel like this Osprey and Jericho. First of all, Jericho's like I guess face turn is that what it was? Didn't really yes. feel like a turn. I don't know. Same as the this only one that the... didn't like leave the group we... in a bad way. Yeah, we've so joked he... about it. We've joked about it through everything. This is a Jericho thing. Anytime something becomes the thing for a hot minute, he's got to be involved. Oh Either yeah, it's Nick Gage or Eddie Kingston or Will Ospreay or who else has he done it to? Uh, he's taken heat off of Sammy. I mean, he, he just attaches himself like a leech to like whatever is. The he tried to do it with Punk, but Punk said no. Yeah, Punk was like, nah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Side note, this match with Chad Gable and Gunther is fucking awesome. It's probably crazy. I can't wait yeah, to talk about it next week. He's crushing it. Chad Gable's destroying. Um, not the, guy's gonna, the, guy, the guy's great. I mean, if they can figure out what to do properly with Chad Gable, I mean, I still believe that he's going to be yeah. like, something when they figure out what the right thing to do is yeah um okay moving forward nick wayne and darby allen would end up defeating um two guys from swerve strickland's group bishop Khan and toa leona who the mogul was, was yeah, it? from the mogul um, affiliates um but, yeah. but uh, afterwards, Sting would pop up on the screen, and Uh-oh. he would taunt Swerve uh, and AR Fox uh, with an announcement of a coffin match, Sting and Darby versus them two at All In. But, but what is Sting being doing during this <laughs> video, guys? I saw the red paint, and I was like, oh no. You guys want now we can Joker. talk about Joker Sting. Joker Sting. Here we go. So bad? the only thing I'll say the only thing I'll say about this one is that at least it wasn't like over the top so far. So far. But I I feel like it's gonna go. He was even sitting further on the couch with time. one of Swerve's guys. Uh the yeah. King, whatever I don't know his name, dude. Yeah, I don't know his name either. I don't care. Um but yeah, this like Sting is I don't know his Prince promos. Nada. That's what it was. Yeah, okay. his promos I never felt were like the best either. So then when he starts doing this crazy kind of Joker thing, I don't feel like it helps it. No, <sighs> don't like again. It. I already I already said earlier I was there for Joker's thing. I feel like, dude, I'm telling you. The pandemic in general did something weird to people. People like remember shit like different than like how it actually happened. I'm, I'm, I'm telling it, you, it feels like it happened like a different century. Cause that's why I don't remember it. <laughs> Mandela effect. Sting, I, Joker Sting was good. I want yes. You're, <laughs> <laughs> in the in this time in this timeline, everybody liked Joker Sting, and it was sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, no, but just go back in time. Just go on YouTube. Just search Joker Sting. I'm telling you. Let's see if you really it's, liked it. Tell me if you really liked it after you watch. It's like I, yeah, like I like a little bit of like goofy and weirdness sometimes in my wrestling. But then the, like Sting, I don't, I don't know. It's just like Sting. I, I want to almost change the channel. Sting is 
one of my favorite best wrestlers he doesn't of all time. Talk. He's yeah, top, that's why he didn't talk. <laughs> Sting is top in like my book. He's top like five for me. I was gonna say top three. That might be a little spit strong, but I got behind me. I got two WCW Sting figures and a Bash and Brawler. Three Sting figures hanging up here. Another Sting figure back here, and then one like loose. I I have like ten Sting like Sting things book, in this the room. Sting DVD. The Sting book, the Sting DVD. I love Sting. However, my man sucks at cutting. You, lo- you I love Jimmy but King. Like <laughs> he does. I love Jimmy. King. I I love Jimmy King. You love. I Jimmy love Sting. King. But you love Sting. <laughs> but <laughs> but but he just shouldn't talk. Just just don't just shh, shh, don't talk. <laughs> yeah, listen to Chad Gable. Well, before we get to someone else who shouldn't talk on the mic, let's talk about Adam Cole and MJF segment um, where they talk about their match at All In. Those two should be talking on the mic. Those two should be talking on the mic. Um, so at the end of the segment, though, after, you know, they, they had a pretty long segment. I'm sorry if I can't remember everything that was said, if you guys want to fill in the blanks. But Aussie Open at the end would try to attack them, but were taken out by uh, Adam Cole and and MJF in the end. Yeah, it wasn't that, I don't think this was actually the best uh, segment that they've had so far. Like I feel like last week's was better than this one, but Well, they were they saying they were of, saying like, you know, they'll do any Adam Cole will do anything to win and yeah. then during the like, Aussie Open thing, Adam Cole other. was uh teased that he was going to super kick MJF. Yeah. And, and he, didn't. he ended up backing down. I still say Cole's going to be the one that betrays him, but I think so too. Um, I think, if anything, hopefully they do it at the end of the zero hour match, which yeah, that's what's going. Yeah, and tease. This is the only zero the match. hour match on the card. Yeah, I feel like they're going to do something else, like during that hour. But um, yeah, yeah they, if they I, tease I something the towards segment. the end, if they tease something towards the end of that match on zero hour, and then like the main event, they're like completely against each other i think it'll work out well like tim said sting's not a very good promo and neither is at least one of these members in this next match jeff jared and jeff hardy <laughs> is specifically who i'm talking about uh we're in a uh, i'll take dude I'll, I'll take i'll take jeff jared taking doing a promo over jeff hardy any day. i'm talking about jeff hardy not e- oh yeah no, jeff, jeff hardy, hardy. Who, jeff hardy or sting creatures. what is it of the night. <laughs> what is up with these guys that of wear face paint that can't cut a they can't cut promos? Yeah. So that's why they wear face paint. Also, I know you're gonna go into the match, but when Jeff Hardy came out and so he, he started walking towards the back Yeah, he started walking towards the back area. But it got kind of quiet towards that and he was starting to be like Hardy's Hardy's I'm like, Why are you chanting your own name? He's so bad, dude. My so Jeff made his entrance. Of the night. He's made his entrance when he cut, and then, when he then cut, would end up going. Th- sorry. When he when he when he cut the creatures of the night promo in TNA, like the infamous one, I literally like felt secondhand embarrassment when it happened. <laughs> that was too much cringe for you. Yeah. Like I can take a lot of cringe, and I love cringe pages, but like, which is so funny though like, about all this is that Matt Hardy can talk. Matt Hardy's Matt pretty good. Just fine. It's he's not amazing believable. and he's not bad, but Jeff is just 
dirt. Just don't talk. Just wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Jeff would come out, but then he would instantly go through the crowd to find Jeff Jarrett backstage. Um, it made no sense. He saw a wall full of weapons, but then Jarrett would come out nowhere to attack. Um, basically, right after Jeff Jarrett's guys would get involved, but so would um, the orgasmic Isaiah Cassidy. Ethan Page oh, no. and Matt Hardy. Oh. Um, blood was blood was poured <laughs> on Jeff Jarrett and his wife at some point. Um, yeah. This sucked. Th- it this became was terrible. Not this just was Jeff some... Jarrett and Jeff Hardy. It just became a, uh, a discombobulated match of everyone involved. This and... this yeah. was bad. This was late WCW bad, as I like to say. This is like two, Vince Russo, you're you, you know WCW bad. You know what's funny? I saw people on Twitter, especially were like, or sorry, X, um, were saying that it's either you hated it and it was stupid, or it was so stupid that you liked it. Oh, after the Bash of the Beach episode, was it 99 or 2000 for the Dark Side thing? I've yeah. been I've been watching on purpose. I don't know why I'm doing this to myself, but at nighttime I've been watching <laughs> bad like late WCW before I go to thunder. bed. Like just terrible, <laughs> just like like new blood rising pay per view. Just like really bad, like just terrible WCW, <laughs> and I don't know why. Doing it. Hulk Hogan's like wearing like a Fortune jean vest. Himself. Kevin Kevin Nash is oh, like boy. in NWO silver. There's all kinds of weird stuff going on. Silver. <laughs> NWO Silver. <sighs> well, as the match went on, it was it was harder to tell the longer that it, what was going on, the longer it went on. I don't know why they would do picture in picture during this match. Also, and there was times that it didn't feel fully planned out. Uh, there was awkward moments where it seemed like people were waiting for something to happen. Um, the ending of the match, though, was uh, was in the ring with tables and everyone was involved. Um, this was all for a mediocre video game. Yeah, I played it. And then, and then, uh, Karen Jarrett got chased away by a guy dressed as Leatherface in a suit with a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Fucking terrible. All like so the only silver lining I guess for this is that Tony Khan. I don't know if you saw that he said they made what ten thousand. It was either ten thousand or hundred thousand off of this match because of sponsorship, but they gave it all to the Maui Rescue okay. Fund. All right, all right, all right. Now, all right, I'm with it. Like, like, all right. Before I bash the match. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. I'm, that's cool. No, the match was horrible, but yeah. If it if. Whatever um, we can do to help, whatever they, we can do to help those people, and I'm going to be honest with you, if you guys had 20 bucks of spending money this week and you really wanted to buy a PW fan shirt or you could donate it to those people, please give it to those people. We're, we're okay over here. We we want you to wear our shirt, but if you had spending money to help, use it for them. Um... Oh, sorry. I was I'm going through notes, guys. My bad. Spaced You're out fine. there real quick. I just want to add <laughs> one more thing to this match. One, it doesn't matter if the match is bad or good. 
Jeff Hardy always has some connection with the crowd where they just like get excited for him, no matter what. They do. And then if you remember at the end of the match, Jeff Hardy did the Swanton, but like the table broke like after. (laughs) Yeah, it it wasn't like a smooth just break. I did a terrible Swanton on Tim's trampoline yesterday. Tim's like, you can't flip anymore. (laughs) Andy, I got into Andy's head. He thought he could do a backflip still. And I was like, dude, as a 33-year-old who got on a trampoline with my daughter, it's not what you... (laughs) It's not what you remember. Like your body doesn't move like what Dude, you I can I can still do a swan I, I was bad flipping on trampolines in my just like uh, less than 10 years ago and Tim and his ten wife years. Tim and his ten wife years. Though, 10 years ago Andy. Tim and his wife just kept saying you have a bad neck, you can't do it. No, no, no. And so I'm you jumping do. there. I'm jumping there and then it got in my head. I I couldn't even get myself to like attempt. <laughs> I me. I can still do a swanton. I can still do a swanton on a trampoline. Andy didn't even do I'm a full. I'm not gonna say it's not gonna hurt me. Andy did a full front flip. I didn't even do back. a full front flip. You don't land. No, but he, but he like went to the side. He did like a 75 swanton. <laughs> Dude, I'm like Ric Flair. Right? I can't, I can't <laughs> land straight on yeah. my neck. I got well, <laughs> it's because you got this bad neck. You should have done a backflip, but I'm glad um, you didn't. Whatever. Andy's like. Yeah, ten years ago I can do this. Dude, ten years yeah, ago I can do. Ago, I can do a lot of stuff. Within ten years <laughs> when ago, was, when he I, was and, twenty, and drunk, uh, drunk on a trampoline. <laughs> within ten years ago, I could do it. Dude, when I was yeah, when I was I could do a lot more too. Years, when I was twenty years old and when I was drunk, dude, I could do a backflip. <laughs> now Andy's <laughs> thirty. I'm 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 thirty. I'm sober and I can't <laughs> and even attempt one. <sighs> All right, let's let's keep going. Uh, Britt Baker would end up well. First, I want to say both, or at least all of the AW shows this week were the fight for the fallen. Yeah, maybe even next week. So, I think it's just this week because a portion of all those shows go to the okay. uh, rescue part. Um, so Britt Baker oh, would fine. defeat the bunny and to uh, secure her spot at All In. I hope she ends up winning the match. I hope so. And then our our main event was the Young Bucks versus the Guns, who still, there's no reason they should have the coolest entrance in AEW. There's no reason. Yeah. They didn't bring back that 50 Cent song, Many Men. I don't even remember what their song is, but their entrance is just like for them. Yeah, because it spins around like the stage and they, they spit out the water. But FTR would show up in the end to take out um, the Bang Bang Gang, and, the Bang uh, Bang Gang, and help the the Bucks clear the ring. Um, the Gang Bang, and it ended with the FTR and Bucks, <laughs> the uh, FTR and the Bucks having a standoff in the ring. So that wraps up Dynamite. Uh, let's get into SmackDown. SmackDown opened up with the Grayson Waller effect. With Santos Escobar and Rey Mysterio, um, in a way, he seemed like he was trying to get them to turn on one another through jealousy, like asking Santos, isn't he jealous that Rey did that? But they're all about the LWO, so that wasn't going to happen. Um, during this segment, though, Austin Theory would come out, and he calls out Adam Pierce. Um, but during this, he it would lead to L.A. Knight coming out, uh, and of course, a a big uh, 
reception for him. The whole thing was kind of all over the place, but ended up going to a match between Theory and L.A. Knight. Winner would uh, move on to face Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship. And because The Miz would end up coming out and being on commentary and getting involved, uh, L.A. Knight would lose and Austin Theory would um, stay in the United States Championship picture. So, Anything to add, guys? Not to that. Hope. I just hope Uh, they don't kill L.A. Knight's momentum. Yeah. Um, so the theme of this show was 25 years of edge. Uh, we had our first set of videos for edge. A lot of thank you videos from those videos were really nicely done. Yeah. Um, from various WWE superstars and, and the montage that they would do of like edges career was, uh, done very well as well. Uh, Charlotte Flair and Bianca would end up teaming up to defeat EO sky and Bailey. Um, they were working on Bianca's leg the whole time, or her knee. Uh, and after a series of more Edge videos after this match, Bianca would be attacked backstage. So I don't know if they're taking her off TV for a little while, or if she's actually hurt. I think they're just taking her off of TV for a little while. Yeah, I think this is their way of writing, writing her off. Yeah. Um, Street Profits, now part of the Hurt Business, would uh, end up defeating the OC in a match, and then uh, backstage with Caleb Braxton, Paul Heyman, looking like a little disheveled, hasn't shaved his face, uh, said that he has an announcement for next week. And I hate that they keep saying, you know, the bloodline, the bloodline. The bloodline's done. The bloodline is done. But it's still always the bloodline this, the bloodline that, and... How can you call it a faction... Okay, if, if if the four horsemen only had Ric Flair and R. Anderson left in it, or Evolution only had Triple H and Ric Flair in it, it's not Evolution anymore. It's just gone. It's yeah. just something else now. It's just Triple H and Yeah, just those two. Yeah. Um, but the main event of the show, which... Okay, so main event of the show in Toronto was Edge versus Sheamus. They've never faced each other. This match was... Okay, winner was Edge. This match was very, very good. Yeah, um, very good. He likes I mean, both guys are great in the ring. He's never worked with Sheamus before. Yeah, but like I, but what I mean is like it's when we used to listen to the ENC pod, it was like a guy that he was on his list. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he he likes Sheamus a lot. They are good friends, and he thinks he's, uh, you know, good has great matches and wants to wrestle him uh he finally got to and so afterwards Dude, Seamus, he i'm would... telling you i i think you guys over these last couple of years too when I, once i started saying like dude like when, when we started seeing like the Seamus Seamus is great. stuff, like i Seamus for years like when he first came in like 2010 i was like god i hate this guy he sucks i don't get it but like I remember that's a tough you. son of a he's a tough son of a bitch like he's Put some yeah. bang- he's put some bangers on. Like you cannot deny that. I'm I'm glad he's not the great white anymore, as I used to call him. Alan Smackdown when he was the babyface, the great white. <laughs> yeah, I didn't that that shame was I didn't like it all. It, too many um, limes, too many limes. <laughs> his old his old, his old theme. When SmackDown would go off the air though, he lost so- our head. <laughs> John Cena's coming back, guys. He's returning. By the what? way, what? 
Yeah, look at your TV. I, well, I don't have it on right now. Spoiler, boss. Oh. What's your attorney for? Uh, one week from Friday. So not this SmackDown, right. next week's SmackDown. I don't know. Probably to wrestle Grayson Waller or something. No. All right. Uh, before we wrap up, wrap up SmackDown, so after after Edge's match, um, you can find videos online. It wasn't on television, but he would get on the mic and basically, well, Beth Phoenix and his kids were in the front row. He would say, you know, he's going to go home, lick his wounds and or tend to his wounds and then figure out what's next for him. Now, his contract is up in September. September? My voice just cracked. Um, in September. Edge's contract is up in September. Edge's contract's up. Do you believe I... <laughs> yeah. Come on, hit me with it again one more time. You did. No. Come on, how's, how's the second part go? Come on, just hit me with it one more time. Come on. Won't you on, reach the other side? Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> Acapella. Um... <laughs> So he, he he said he'd go home, talk to his family to see what's next. Now, people are saying online, and by people I do mean fans. I don't mean a source that I can, you know, um, FTR say. But friend, did they say something? The show? I don't know. People, yeah. th- people <laughs> think that seem to think that Edge is going to go to AEW. Um, if you remember at the F- time, FTR said I. Th- I believe it was FTR. They said it's, it's um, not as crazy as an idea as you think it is. Well, the internal belief of WWE uh, people backstage, according to Ringside News, is that they think he is going to AEW. Now, before There's he did nothing. make his return, he had he had an offer from AEW, so it's not out of the realm of possibility for those I mean, that look. think that Edge is only a WWE loyalist. But let's talk about That's the also- reasons why it's believable, Tim. But well, Christian. I just want—I just wanted to say real quick. Besides, yeah, Christian, absolutely. The—they're not gonna put the title back on Edge, right? He's in his final run in the wrestling business. Well, I feel like he's wrestled he's, all the people on his list that he used to talk every, about on the. Re- he did everything again in WWE that you could do. He was in the main event at WrestleMania. It's like, at this point. If he wants to go to AEW and just close out his career with some fun with his friend, who cares? Just let him. It, I mean, well, I mean they're gonna, obviously going to let him. Want but... to end his career with how he started with his best friend, who still exactly. is signed to a contract. It. He could wrestle with his best friend Christian. He could face the Hardys one more time as Edge and Christian. He, they could face the Bucks. FTR are real life good friends with Edge. They live in Asheville near him. There's um, stories. So he would there's get to still face them. In WWE, there's no stories left for Edge to tell. In WWE, in, in in AEW, excuse me, in AEW, there's still some stories he could still tell before he retires. I'd like to see Edge versus Cole. I really like the That'd idea of Edge versus MJF would probably be a dope program. Yeah, but, but I don't know if he would do a singles run. Andy, if. But Edge and Christian versus the Bucks is a great idea that you just said. But um, yeah, of course. How uh, not have Edge and Christian they, versus and they could they could still go. Yeah, but uh, if both you guys, if Edge like came out on like a dynamite or collision, oh my god, the marking out I would do would be like crazy. I never thought. And I you and you know Tony Khan's gonna pay for that song too. 
Does he just come he's out gonna, as Adam he, Copeland? He's just going to be... I think so. Probably Adam Copeland. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like they said he was done with Edge, like the character Edge. The Edge. Yeah. He's the yeah. Edge. Yeah. The Edge. Like from, from YouTube. <laughs> well, it's the guy that <laughs> Logan Paul does his podcast with, Mike. When he had, like, Roman on or, like, some other, I think <laughs> Rollins on, he kept saying The Edge. And they were like, The Edge. <laughs> like, <laughs> the whenever edge. they were talking about Edge. Edge was on there, the actually, edge. as well. Um, That's funny. But, yeah, I mean, there, there's some stuff, you know, I don't know if he has a singles run in him, but I remember him saying at the time he used to think Aleister Black was really great when he would talk about him on the pod yeah. and awesomeness. Um, maybe he could do something with House of Black and Christian. Uh, yeah, it, it, it'll believe, be interesting. But can you guys can believe you from, like... Believe <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but from when COVID... Before COVID, before the shutdown, I should say, when Edge came back at the Rumble, until now... Crazy. How much time has already gone by? A kid has been from eighth grade and now is going into college. Is that's how much time has gone by from weird number to choose? But like you when you're an adult, time doesn't like four years is like, yeah, that was four years ago. But the reason why I chose that spa- statement specifically, because if you remember the difference of how you were from being an eighth grader in middle school to a senior in high school, that's a uh, huge, yeah, that's true. it's a huge time gap. So like, I always use that as like a metronome of like how much somebody and the world and everything can change. And just because when you're an adult, four years is like, I've been at the same job for 10 years. Nothing's different. Time kind of stands still in a weird way. You just wear the same clothes. It does suck, yeah. though, yeah, that, that. <clears throat> that during the first like year and a half, he had to wrestle during the pandemic of his return. Yeah, but no fans sucks. And the greatest wrestling match ever. Oh, God. Worst I feel booking like he's ever. Gonna want, I feel like he's going to want, though, if he does go to AEW. How can he not want to face Kenny Omega? After he yeah. used to talk about Kenny Omega on the pod. That's true. You know, he used to talk about a lot of the guys there. All I know is this. Edge is going to retire gonna the for next Alter few... Bridge. <laughs> they would oh, pay hear... for Alter Bridge for that song. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, they will. But hear me out. In the next few years, I would say two years, Edge is going to retire. Then maybe like two years, two years after that. Christian's going to retire, and you know what that means. The return of the E&C pod of awesomeness. Yeah, Jeremy, I, I don't know if you ever listened show. to it, but it was, it was awesome. so good. It was so, yeah, it was. so good. Yeah. I missed that show. I love that. It was so it. funny. But it was, it was only on like that weird podcast, um, Something Wood. I forget what it was called, but it was like a... I would listen it, to it, it on like Spotify every website. week. Oh, that was before it came to Spotify, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, when it finally came into, like, I think, I'd like to think that that, that pod is just on, like, a few years hiatus until they all figure out what they're doing the wrestling and then it'll come <laughs> back. Cause, like, I love that. Dude, they would have people yeah. calling, like, doing impressions of, like, Stone Cold and stuff. It was That's so, so funny. funny. Oh, that was hilarious. And, uh, Paul Smackage at Flip Sunset. 
Paul, dude, Paul Smackage flips on and say, he, uh, he's going to roll you up, Paul's, brother. Paul, Paul Smackage wins all of his all of his matches with a small package. I'm going to roll you up. And then I'm going to roll you up, brother. That's good stuff right there. Um, so, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Maybe he takes a little break. I don't like it, it. You know, do you think? I know we've all seen the pictures of like behind the camera at AEW shows, which the seats are basically empty. That's not news. Do you think Edge could bring in more people? 100%. Because he's another star that's yeah. on the same level as Punk. I mean, maybe even more relevant right now with. Especially coming off a WWE run, he he would get more eyes on to the see like, oh, everybody. Edge is going to interact with these guys, like, yeah, but yeah. but but I also but, but Edge is also like we look at Edge as a nostalgia figure, right? But there's tons of kids right now who are like, you know, elementary, middle school, maybe even early high school. To them, this Edge is the is Edge like they still, know. That's still kind of new. Edge is like still kind of like new to them, so they're like, "Oh shit, Edge is on AEW. I'll watch that." Like, it's a different mentality. You know? Yeah. I also think because like the tickets and everything is because like AEW is still only what four or five years old. Four years, I think. Yeah, yeah four years and four years as a company, and they sold eighty thousand tickets from the stadium, which is kind of crazy to think so about. They say. Every <laughs> so they say. Look. Oh, speaking of tickets, do you want to announce, guys? I was gonna say, are oh, we gonna say it on the Instagram and stuff? The PW yeah. fan is officially going to WrestleMania in <laughs> Philadelphia. Uh, so WrestleMania forty. We're gonna be doing a lot of things. So we're gonna take the Amtrak from uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, up to Philly. And then we are going to go to the hotel, drop everything off, probably get some food, and then go over to the stadium for night one. So if by chance you go to WrestleMania and you see us, please say what's up. Let's let's eat. Let's be merry. Let's have are we wearing drinks. our let's shirts, guys? About- Should they look out for our shirts? Well, ju- just look for the three Ooh, shirts. Yeah. Look at our stupid faces. They'll know who. Wearing we're. their own merch. All three. All three of us. Yep. All three of us hanging together. Wear the face shirts. We'll, be- we'll all wear the face <laughs> shirts yeah, with our face on it. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, look out for us. Either it was either very difficult too. to get tickets. I feel bad for everyone that is still trying, or like the tickets have. People are like, the seats in the one hundred sections are like thousands of dollars. Look, man, we got them for under five hundred dollars and. In there, like, nights. I feel really bad for yeah. So, we we're we each, got pretty good seats. I'm happy about we, it. We we yeah. won't give you specific prices, and you know it's not like we're trying to like brag and like rub it in. But by Andy waiting in the queue for a few hours and <laughs> buying them as soon as they went on sale, all three of us. And not not all together, but individually, each of us were ob- were able to go to WrestleMania for under a thousand dollars for both nights together. So that's pretty crazy. Like so, that's that's that yeah. goes to show that waiting in that line was worth it. You know. Now I had to wait in two lines: one for night one tickets, one for night two. Night one went quicker than night two, 
Night 2 was hard to get. Everyone's like, if I'm going to pick one, I'm going to pick Night 2. Yeah. And there, so for a dude, little bit, was... for, for a couple hours, we thought I couldn't get tickets for Night 2. We thought we were only going to end up going to Night 1. And I tried like I, dude, later on in the in day. My heart, in my heart, I was like, you there's absolutely no, no way that we're just going to Night 1. I was like, there's, there's no way. Because it's... Good thing I wasn't working, now. guys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Tim and I were both at work. <laughs> it's been enough years. It's been enough years now of two nights in a row where, like, I feel like if you're going to go to Mania, you have to do both nights. You have to do it. Yeah. WrestleMania is two nights now. It has been for years. And for us, the reason why... I mean, the whole reason why we're going is because it's the closest it'll ever be to us to where we don't have to, we don't have to fly. plane ticket and all we have yeah. to do is we have to we have to buy a train ticket and we have to get a hotel and other than that besides eating we're taken care of so they said it hasn't been to philly in like 25 years which is crazy and it's in the yeah. eagle stadium and as somebody who's been to a wwe show in that sports complex guys it's so sick they yeah. first first of all the eagles the Phillies and the hockey stadium are all in the same uh, basketball stadium. Yeah, yeah, uh, they're all in the same parking lot, like complex, and it's just a giant. Yeah, I saw Sabbath yeah. at the. I saw Sabbath at the uh, the Seventy Sixers stadium. So you literally get off ninety five going to Philly. You park in a parking lot and you walk into the building. You don't have to do anything weird. Yeah, it's like right there. Like, or like it's well, we're gonna take an Uber from the hotel and get dropped off. But still, like it's, you know. Yeah, it's simple. So if you guys stay with us, we're gonna be doing some stuff. I believe from that trip, you know, maybe well, go I live think... sometime during, like, say well, the, I'm gonna... the event or. I'm gonna be vlogging the whole trip from when we first get to the Amtrak station and meet up to get on the train all the way through both nights and when we go home. And then I'll put I'll edit a video together on uh, iMovie and we'll put that on YouTube and you can uh, actually see the three of us like interacting and hanging out, which you know, we've talked about doing more of that type we've or been talking about doing that type of thing. It's just you know, we all work our regular job so it's hard to do but this is a perfect opportunity to make like a a real really cool experience for you guys to kind of come hang out with us for the weekend in a weird way so it'll be cool um well let's get into our last show before we get into our predictions collision opened up with samojo versus the golden vampire <laughs> this match didn't Dude, last collision? very long can I just say Collision bummed me out this week? I was like, what happened? Like, they had that... Why they, did they have to do this for Punk? And then they had that, they had that one guy wrestling. The, the guy that, like, I don't even know his name. He's not the librarian. He's, like, the other guy that's, like, equally as shitty. Uh, God, what's his name? Who did was he, he wrestle? The, Powerhouse? I don't know. He has, like, long hair and a mustache and wears, like, pink tights. Oh, just, God, I don't you know. almost rem- it reminds me of like a bad Jerry Solo almost. I don't know. He looks no, like he's I a jobber. Know. I'll look hmm. it up. I don't know. I didn't even write that part down. So, um, so Samojo versus the Golden Vampire. Golden Vampire starts attacking right away. Beats up on Samojo a little bit, 
and then um, hits him with a GTS, rips off the mask. It's CM Punk who bends down with a microphone and says, I accept. So Samoa Joe versus CM Punk is now official for all in. Uh, oh, you're talking about Dalton Castle and the yeah, boys. Fuck. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> what? Dude. He sucks. What? Nah, he no. sucks. Do you remember we saw him? We saw him live at uh, Best in the World yeah. with the no. boys. Fuck what? the boys and He's fuck the Dalton Castle. He's the man. Come on. Jeremy, Come on. I'm with you, Jeremy, for once. Yeah. Dalton Castle is all. He needs to be on... Dynamite or Collision every week. He's a week. former ROH champion. Cody beat him for it, though, but... You know what? Yeah. No. You know who a real champion is? And this is a great transition. A real <laughs> champion is we want to congratulate our boy, Bro Keller, who's returning for episode 100 for... Uh, he had a big show at the Lancaster Barnstormer Stadium... And he won the title for 3L Wrestling, and that is Three Legacies Wrestling, run by, uh, uh, oh gosh, I wish I could, rem- I gotta remember his name. I'll get it before the end of the show, but uh, Alberto Dorio's old manager. Um, yeah. Oh gosh, it'll come to me. But he runs that promotion, and uh, we're very happy for Bro. We're so thrilled from the videos from the baseball stadium. Looked like it was a great turnout. People were throwing the ribbons into him like ROH style. He had the title. He got the <laughs> haircut. Good stuff, buddy. Proud of you. But that's a real champion right there, not Dalton Castle or whatever you're talking about. <laughs> hey, Zeus, Ricardo Rodriguez. There that's Ricardo it. Rodriguez. Yeah, so congratulations to him. We will speak to him on episode 100, as Tim said. Um, I can't. I can't so wait to ask we him t- about that. I, I can't wait to just ask him about, you know, when Ricardo told him like you're gonna win the belt. Like I want to know like all the, you know what I mean. I want to. I can't wait to ask him about. We'll like, get how the deets. Get some details. Yeah. Um, so as Tim was talking about. Uh, Dalton Castle. Jay White would end up defeating Dalton Castle. Afterwards, uh, Bullet Club Gold would end up cutting a promo. Um, I'm trying to. I mean, it was it was it all just had to do with the upcoming match at All In against Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page and Kota Ibushi. Um, right after this, though, would end up being Juice Robinson and the Guns wanting to wrestle someone, so they would end up defeating the Iron Savages and Jack Jamison. Change it. Change your name. Um, <laughs> Jack Jamison? We had a House of Black... <laughs> jacked? Like you're jacked? Jamison. Yeah. Um, House of Black would end up having a video where it was like cryptic about, you know, the whole Billy Gunn stuff. With him, um, then Ricky Sh- Ricky Starks would uh, end up talking with Tony Schiavone, and Jeremy. Do you remember exactly what kind of stuff was said? I mean, he talks about his four week suspension, um, yeah, and being a manager for Big Bill uh, against yeah, so some local competitor his... named Derek Neal. Yeah, they update his suspension, so it actually ends before All Out, I think. So he's going to be, he'll probably be wrestling on that show. Wrestling who? I don't, I don't know. 
But like, it's gonna be on the show then. Hopefully not punk again. I don't care to see that again. Yeah, they don't need to just wrestles Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. (laughs) Um, so then after the Ricky Starks uh, stuff with Tony, eventually we had Miro uh, speaking on a video after Powerhouse's win. Um, it's been made for All Out, not All In. Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs. I think that uh, be a good match. Can I also can good. I also say, and this is coming from the guy, you know, just so people don't think I'm like being an asshole. Like I'm, I'm wearing an AEW hat right now. Can I just say the All Out, All In thing was that? That's some bad planning on their part. That's very confusing to like. I don't understand it. Like that. Yeah. That that was not that was not a good idea. To like have like why do you why do you think they did that? Because I don't Dude, like I don't get the point of doing back to back weekends. I don't get the back to back weekend thing, but also that the names are so similar that if you're promoting the show, it's literally back to back weekends. What the hell? Yeah, uh, yeah. You didn't you didn't know that? And, and I that, didn't know they were that close. I thought they were like two, maybe three weeks apart. No, it's immediately but, next week. But the names are. I mean, yeah, it's a two word name, but the name is essentially the same thing. So it's like. If you're promoting two pay-per-views with the same name almost, it's like it's kind of confusing for people that like are just maybe more of a casual fan. Because if you're just like a normal AEW fan who like watches sometimes, if you see All In or All Out in passing, you might think like, "Oh, this is that that show, that one show." Like you're not. It's not like SummerSlam and WrestleMania yeah. where it's like two completely different things. You know, it'd be like it'd be like right. Wrestle, ma- Wrestle Madness and WrestleMania. It's like, I don't know which one. It's like the same shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, the main event, though. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Back on track. Uh, the main event of the show, though, in a very, very good match. Um, Christian Cage can still go at the highest level. Darby Allen versus Christian yep. Cage. Um. Winner of the match was Darby Allen. Uh, anything to add to this match, guys? I mean, it was just—it was the best this, match. No, it was a good match. It, yeah, I mean, it was fine. Yeah, yeah nothing mind blowing, but nothing egregious that I didn't like either. I thought it was it's just I, nice to see that Christian can still go. And I and I like Darby, so I don't I, like Christian's I, look. I have nothing. I actually think Christian's look is funny. I love it. It's terrible. It's great. It's like just the you like the turtleneck. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I love but it. But he he says he says like I wear a turtleneck because I'm better than all of you. I don't even need to take this off to beat you. <laughs> you guys ready to get into all in predictions? All right. Again, we got a long card. <laughs> all right, it's not too long. The zero yeah, it's hour. not the longest card in the Zero Hour, Aussie Open versus MJF and Adam Cole for the RH World Tag Team titles. Uh, I'm going Aussie Open. I think so as well. This match They're not going to let. Really good. It's, yeah. They better do a double clothesline. <laughs> no, kangaroo kick. Or kangaroo kick. I forgot yeah. about the kangaroo kick that MJF wants to hit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just. I'm going, you, I'm going MJF and Adam Cole. Still, I don't think they're ready to end this thing yet. You think they're gonna uh, win the ROH tag titles and then face each other for the world title? Yes. <laughs> <My God. laughs> okay. Hangman Adam Page. I'm actually. I'm actually. 
I'm actually curious to know if I'm right about that. That's a, that's going to be an interesting one. <laughs> Hangman Adam Page, Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi versus Juice Robinson, Jay White, and uh, Takeshita. I mean, Omega and Ibushi and Hangman are going to win this. I feel like it's pretty simple. Omega, Ibushi. Okay. I'm going to agree with you. I think that's who's going to win, but I'm rooting for the other guys. Um, I do like Bullet Club. I don't even know when this match got announced. I might have missed it in the notes, but... To me, the Bullet Club... Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. To me, the Bullet Club gold is the the best resurgence of the Bullet Club we've had since the Hot Topic days. Well, Tim, tell me what you think of this match. Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, the best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta, and the Lucha Brothers versus Blackpool Combat Club and three to-be-decided people in a stadium stampede. Stadium stampede. I think it goes without saying this is going to be my least favorite match of the night. I don't, I don't, I don't really have to like, <laughs> I don't say. Agree with you. you don't agree with me? <laughs> No, I said, I said, I said, I said, I agree with you. I was about to say, I was, what yeah, could be, what could be worse? Yeah. I, it only if I don't, I don't know who the three other people are going to be, but I hope it makes up for a little bit of it. Because it's the three undecided people, I'm going to go Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah, I mean, I'm going them as well because the other team is the team that always loses, anyways. Yeah. LA Nights on TV. <laughs> um, Tim, who do you got? Um, Black Tool team or Best Friends team? God, I don't like either team. Uh, is this a match just to get everyone on the card? Like, yes, of course it is because it's hey, probably. stupid. How can I've anybody hate, say I've this isn't stupid? Every stadium stampede match. And I know I might be in the minority of AEW fans that think that. You didn't like the first one? No. You mean the one where, wait, the one where Matt Hardy. I get why they did it, because it was during the pandemic. You mean the one where Matt Hardy got ran over? the elite. Or when Sammy Guevara got ran over. The one where Matt Hardy kept changing gimmicks. Yeah, Sammy Guevara got ran over. Yeah, changing gimmicks. Jeremy, that was terrible. Come on. No, it was not. When Matt Hardy kept changing characters in the pool. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the point. Like, that's, that's the other wrestling. side of wrestling. No, that's wrestling. yeah. That's, that's the other side of wrestling this, that I love. This is wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's why we're the PW fan. Hey, as I'll just say, that's why we're the PW fan, guys. We're, we're uh, coming when I at was, you from all different perspectives. When I, it was, yeah, when it was during COVID and you couldn't go anywhere and everything, and I had watched TV and that pay-per-view came on. I loved that match. Jeremy was like, "This is real wrestling." <laughs> I watched that like three times. Oh my god. god. I barely made it through the first time. <laughs> Dude, so. <laughs> Will Ospreay versus Chris Jericho. Oh boy. Will, Will, I mean, Osprey. Will Ospreay. I mean, hopefully it wins, right? Yeah, come on, Jericho. What the fuck? Now, Ospreay's does Jericho win this cleanly bet. or is there interference? <laughs> yeah. Is there interference with Callus? I mean, there's probably going to be interference because they have to continue the feud between Jericho and Kallus after this. Who do you have, Tim? I get. I mean, Osprey's got to. He's got to win. In England, yeah. Yeah. Darby Allen and Sting versus Ar Fox and Swerve in a coffin Chris, match. 
Chris Jericho could lose every that, match for the rest of his career. He's still Chris Jericho. It doesn't matter. It's not going to affect yeah. how you look at Chris Jericho. I mean, if if Darby Allen and Sting don't win this match, then that's that's really stupid. It's like Tim, if the it's a coffin match for I for which match? Coffin match. Coffin match. Sting Darby, Swerve and Ar. Oh, definitely Sting and Darby. Come on. But what we saying? Even, if you don't what? He might Will even win. have a little Joker left in him. Um, <laughs> if you don't let Will win, though, is that what you're gonna say? No, like no, but I was just gonna. What I was saying was like, if Chris Jericho could lose every match for the rest of his career, it's like if the Undertaker or like Shawn Michaels, if they were still wrestling, like if they had two years left and they lost every match. It doesn't matter. Like, no one's going to be like, oh. They're still them. I, yeah, they're still Sean. But yeah, Chris Jericho's Chris Jericho. So, like, Will Ospreay needs to win this match. Which is a... Um, which which, right. which I think, in my opinion, is a compliment to Chris Jericho being like, you're such an iconic wrestling person that it doesn't matter. You know, like... Jericho's like, nah, I'm going over. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're Chris Jericho. No one wants to do your stupid idea, Jericho. (laughs) Someone needs to tell him no. I always love that Brian last being like, you know what the problem is? No one just ever wants to tell Chris Jericho, you know what? No. We're not doing your stupid idea tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, CM Punk versus Samoa Joe for the real world championship. Punk, come on. I mean, CM Punk has to win. He just spray painted the belt. I think CM Punk as well. Do you think CM Punk comes out at the end of the MJF Adam Cole match to, you know, they got to combine it at some point or separate and do some different version? I don't think they do it yet. So we're all on CM Punk, though. Joe's not winning that. He's already the ROH television champion. I think at uh, this point, versus, sorry. I think I think at this point, except for extreme fans, maybe like me, maybe like Andy, I think the crowd is gonna turn on Punk. Like now, especially with the whole him bringing up the Hangman thing again. Like I think the people that were trying to still like have his back are finally gonna still are finally gonna be like, all right, you know, this guy's kind of a dick. But like, I'm still He's Team Punk, one. baby. Still Team Punk. <laughs> Not going anywhere. <laughs> Hikaru Shida versus Tony Storm versus Soraya versus Britt Baker for the AEW Women's World title. I'm going with Soraya because they're in Ooh. England. I want Britt Baker. I want Britt Baker, but I think Soraya's going to win. I think it's going to be Soraya. She's the, only yeah. one out of all- She's the only one out of these four that haven't been championed before. It's going to be Soraya, and then she's going to go celebrate with a big basket of fish and chips, mate. <laughs> uh, I actually, you know, that's a good idea. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to go with you. It would be Soraya. a big basket of fish and chips, bruv. His <laughs> <laughs> his isn't it? His his mate, isn't it? It's Tuesday. FTR versus the Young Bucks for the AW World Tag Team titles. Who I think it's the, the young or, uh, FTR, I mean. You think FTR retains? Yeah. Dun, dun. Tim? FTR, baby. Come on. 
Well, unless, unless Tony does events and does the old punishment for Dax getting in trouble outside for of cash. Let's sorry. get our stuff right. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> Dax, for cash. For Cash Wheeler getting in trouble outside of the company. Now we haven't seen anything. Oh, that's true. We haven't seen anything that would suggest that Tony Khan does that kind of thing yet. But it will be interesting to see what happens. Dude, is this how you're supposed to wear hats? You look like Cal Ripken. <laughs> <laughs> you just rested on it. Yeah, the Cal, Cal Ripken. Cal Ripken would just rest the hat on seen, the top. Teenagers being like, oh, this is how I'm supposed to wear a hat? That's so stupid. Nah, you wear it like this. And wait, it's just like, wait. Hello, dude. They they put the hat on and they're like, wait, so you're supposed to wear your hat like this? They're like, you're telling me this is what I'm supposed to look like. It's like, like, yeah, dude. Yes. That's how you wear a hat. Or the one, where, where did this come from? The ones that are like this. Ah, oh, stop. Those are my favorite. <laughs> I've seen them at the Oh, no, you got tilted, tilted down. I've seen uh, them at the bar when I went like, to the, when I used to go to the bar, but that's like 2000. They're like, yo, Jesus like, Christ. you look like you look like it's the year 2002 and you just put underglow on your car. <laughs> You're parked out front no. of Wawa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, main event MJF defending his title against Adam Cole. Who wins? How do you think it ends? Uh, I think I'm going. Go ahead, Tim. Uh, I think MJF retains, but I don't think they turn on each other yet. I think they do the banger match and hug at the. Really? End. I think they do the banger match and hug at the end. To banger for sure. I'm going with Adam Cole, I think, and he's the one who cheats the win. Adam Cole heel turn. Yeah. And then MJF is a babyface. Yeah. But Adam Cole ends up being champ. I can see it. Yeah. Because MJF is doing this thing now where he's like, I'm your scumbag. So he's still going to do awful things. But now he's like, he's ours. Andy? Booker? MJF, Booker but, Adam Cole, MJF but Adam Cole turns. Okay. So who's champ? MJF's champ, but Adam Cole turns. Okay. Do you uh, think it's like after the match then? Yes. Instead of like a hug. Like super, yeah, he like super kicks him or something. And then Adam Cole joins the kingdom with Roderick Strong and Matt Taven. Oh my god. Like Bennett. No. <laughs> I don't know about that. That does it, folks. Next week, we're covering All In, and it'll be our two-year start two years of year next three week. episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I guess that wraps up episode 96 of the PW Fan. Thank you so much for joining us. Before we head out today, I'm going to take you to my classic show of the week, which is... Let me bring that back. I lost the page here. There we go. Sorry about that. Uh, it is... The Great American Bash, 1989. Now, check out. This is a Hall of Fame pay-per-view right here. Right? You got starting off uh, the skyscrapers. Uh, well, 
I just gave away who won, but uh, <laughs> the skyscrapers, the skyscrapers win a King of the Hill double ring battle royal match. Uh, you have Bill Irwin versus Brian Pillman. Um, you have Shane Douglas and Johnny Ace. Yeah, that Johnny Ace. Hey, how you doing, pal? Yeah, that same guy. Uh, them versus the I hate that guy. Skyscrapers once again coming out for another match. Jim Cornette versus Paul E. Dangerously in a one-on-one match. Isn't that weird? Uh, well, it's actually a tuxedo match, but still. Just Paul Heyman versus Jim Cornette in a match. Pretty wild. Um, the Steiners versus the Varsity Club. And then uh, you got Sting versus the Great Muda. Lex Luger versus Ricky Steamboat. The Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal. The Midnight Express. And Paul Elring versus uh, the Fabulous Freebirds, Jimmy Garvin, and the Samoan SWAT team in a War Games match. And the main event of the night, Ric Flair versus Terry Funk. I mean, come on, guys. That's a Hall of Fame fucking card right there if I've ever. I mean, if come I've ever, on. I mean, come on, you bunch of jabbers. All right. Well, it was great seeing you all for episode 96. We'll be back next week for the start of year three. Pretty incredible. Thank you all so much for listening. Until then, keep loving wrestling and take care of everybody.